and welcome to this special edition of the Global Premier Football Podcast and Show. It's, uh, it's been another day where we have stuff going on in football. That's why this game takes you up there, it brings you so low. And today we're going to talk about Chelsea, Chelsea Football Club, our dear football club. And uh, it's unfortunate what has happened to some who see it as an unfortunate thing, to some others, they see it as something that needs to happen for the good of Chelsea. And we have different ideas and views, but today we're going to look into it to see what was this the right move for Chelsea? Yes, this move has happened. And sometimes I feel we could take back the hands of time and bring back Tuchel. That's what I, that sometimes I feel we, we should do that. You know, but Victor here on the call on this show is laughing or smiling because he thinks I'm very happy that uh, Tuchel was fired. Guys, believe you me, <laughs> right <laughs> since morning until now, I think I felt better. Honestly, I have not felt like watching football. And today my day has actually been messed up a little bit with this news. But Let's let's go. Let's get into it right away. Um, with me is Ugo and Victor to discuss Chelsea, the firing of Tuchel, and the potential incoming manager. What are Chelsea's options, guys? What do you think happened? I mean, there's a lot in the news about Tuchel being fired. Can you guys throw a little bit of light into what you feel or what you know, Victor? I'm going to tell Ugo a secret. Now, we, we had a conversation. <laughs> we had a conversation last evening, right? And when you kept pushing about the tactics, I said, fire him. And you can, you can hire Pochettino if, if that's the best way to go forward. Now, I know this, the, this season has started very roughly, right? We, we spoke about it. Uh, there are so many factors in my in my view that may have contributed to this, especially when the decision to fire the manager wasn't because of the results of the Champions League game. So for you to fire the manager and already have a replacement lined up, they contacted Brighton immediately for permission to speak with your manager, right? Which means this has been in the works for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to you know different different reports, they said, uh, well, "Hold on, hold on." what is the secret? You've not told him anything yet. Yes, the, the secret is you were you are okay if we fire Tuko. You did not. When, <laughs> when, happy, I say, right? <laughs> when I say fire Tuko, you said you actually I'm I'm not sure what your response was, but you won against the idea of letting him go. Oh, actually, you said let, let, let me say that. You said, well, players don't get fired. When the result is not going well, the manager's a scapegoat, right? But, that, but that's the natural thing. That's the, that it's, it's the natural thing in the game. I don't know. I don't know why, why is it that players, you know, players will always... I, I spoke to my sister today about it, and, the, and she was telling me that the husband said, you know, that's a normal thing in football. And I gave an instance, it's like, oh, you know, for example, for those who read the Bible, you know, Jesus, uh, the, when he was given the parable of, the 100 sheep and one went astray and then 99, he left 99 and went for one to find the one. Now in football, if one is going astray, 
and which is mainly the manager, they fire the manager and keep the 99, which is the rest of the players. So this is what is common in football. And that is why I say, I mean, I will not take Pochettino ahead of Tuchel. I will not even take Zidane ahead of Tuchel because I don't know how Zidane is going to cope with the tactical masterclass of the Premier League in terms of challenging Georgian Klopp, Pep Guardiola, even Mikel Arteta to be and Antonio Conte. These are the main challengers for Chelsea in the top in the top you know part of the table. But anyway, go ahead because uh, no. I'm not going to allow you to just make false accusations. No, no, it's not that. false accusations. <laughs> you, you, you were not against the big fire. My question is this. It might come at any point in time. Again, it's the nature of the game. We understand that, right? But six games into the season, one, three, draw two, lost one. Is that enough to fire a manager? And that's number one. Number two, there were disagreements. Oh, sign Ronaldo. I don't want Ronaldo, right? Now, Tobolia, according to a report, already met with Mendes. Immediately he bought a club, he met with Mendes. He wanted someone, you know, like a marquee signing, right, to announce the fact that I am in charge of Chelsea now. But the manager doesn't want it to happen. That's why Ronaldo wants to leave Manchester United. No other club wanted Ronaldo. That's a fact. But Bowley at convincing camp, we can make this happen, except the manager disagree. Now, we spoke about the players that he has signed, right, so far. What I'm thinking is this. If you get in Grand Porter him because you feel the team might be in jeopardy of getting top four, right, or winning trophies. Yes. And you fire Thomas Tuchel, a man who got us to six finals in one and a half year, won three trophies, right? Finished top four both seasons, right? If you fire that man because you're worried about the club declining, what guarantee do you have that Grand Porter will get into top four? It doesn't I mean, make any sense. For me, it's I, a downgrade. As much as I love Grand Porter, <laughs> and, I, and I always tell you about Grand Porter, is a proper football manager, we understand. But mm-hmm. at this level, we are talking about manager. He, he's going to be meeting players that have made money that Grand Porter himself have never seen in his life. Yeah. We are talking about players who have won trophy, and you are coming without – what's on your CV? So what control do you think you can have in that team? It's the same problem. With Obama and Ateta, the, the, it, it wasn't because Obama wasn't performing, right? There was just breakdown in communication. He doesn't care about Ateta, right? Yeah, yeah, when I that mean, happened, the dressing, room, the, the, the dressing room is in disarray because when a top player, let's say, for example, Aspie, maybe you drop Aspie too many times, right? Or you drop Chua too many times, right? They start to feel like, oh, this manager doesn't favor me. He doesn't want me. And we are talking about top players. So how do you manage that dressing room if you're a grand porter? I mean, let, before we go to the potential incoming manager, because it's like it's almost certain that it will be grand porter that, excuse me, will be coming in to be the next Chelsea boss. Unfortunately. I mean... So let's look at Thomas Tuchel, okay? Thomas was, we know his personality. We know, we know what he brings to a, a club. And I mean, I was looking to add, at his statistics, you know, 100 games, 60 wins, 24 draws and 16 losses, 168 goals scored, 
77 goals considered. That's not a poor result. That is not even an average result. That is an above average. Actually, 50, 50 of those goals conceded were in the second 50 games that he played. And the first 50 games, we were talking about 25 goals. Yes. So, I mean, so let's look at it this way. You know, I was just playing this um, interview that we, 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 he had with, uh, with Sky Sports at, at the beginning of the year after, you know, um, Todd Bolly bought the club. And from what I got from that interview, it means that there was a, there was a void that needed to be filled. And when you, you know, you, you were talking about director of football, you know, at some point, which for me, needs, Chelsea needs a director of football. I, I think it's a, it, we cannot have, we cannot have the, the owners making these type of decisions. I, I think it's not good for, the, for a club, a, a football club, because in that interview, he said they have never owned a football club before. Yes, they have a major league baseball team but that's not football that's not a football club so do you think Hugo you, you you're free to jump in here because I need to hear your own perspective of of what you feel about Thomas Tuchel's sacking I, I personally was very upset not because that I wanted him to go I was not happy with the results I was not happy with players playing out of position there were not few things that I was not happy about Victor will always counter me on that, but I, I say, seeing the personnel we have, we don't have the personnel to play. We have the, back, the, the, the center backs, yes, but we don't have the midfielders and the wing backs to play in that formation that he was playing. I remember when, and also the forward players, the strikers. I remember when we had Antonio Conte in his first season. He played a 4-2-3-1. And then we lost to Arsenal. Was it against Arsenal that we lost? They battered us. Yeah. They battered us. And then he just switched. The next time he just switched to a back three. It was my boy, Victor Moses. And Victor Moses. <laughs> and then you have the, the commentator in chief in the front, Diego Costa, who is actually back to the Premier League again with Wolves. So we had the personnel. We had Fabregas. Now, I was only thinking it was only Fabregas that throws those long-range passes, you know, to find Diego Costa. Who makes yep. those forward runs? Don't forget we had David Luiz. David Luiz was really saying. Yeah. David Luiz, he could throw those 50-yard passes. We have only David Sil uh, uh, Thiago Silva, rather, who does it, but not consistently like David Luiz would do it. We don't well, have any shooters anymore. Yes, you go. You see, the thing is that you're talking about Thiago Silva being like a youngster. Let's remember, he's 36, 37 years old. That, I mean, that's the thing. So we don't even year, have that. There's one more year possibly on his contract. We don't know if he's going to be extending. The age is a factor now. He's gonna, he's, you see, you're talking about key players like that, you know, in comparison, David, you know, David Luis versus uh, Thiago Silva, you know, Diego Costa and, you know, in first games of Lukaku, for example, you know, for, in, back in the previous, you know, for season. Yeah, we do have key players. Let's take, you know, we got Angolo Kante, you know, where he's injured, right? Who's the replacement for him? 
you know, he's the he's the key for you know for you know Chelsea's you know men. You know, if, uh, we got Kovacic and you know, and we got a couple other couple players. But like you said, you know, there's certain players you know that's you know uh, that could be good, but we don't have the best. You know, they're not in the potential that they should be. You know, if, uh, on the back, I think, you know, the best thing that we have on Chelsea is the back. You know, we got really good. Reese James, he's been doing really good, but injuries is, you know, it, they are, they are, he's getting a lot of injuries, you know. I don't know, you know, we got uh, Spiricueta as well. He's also old, you know, we got, you know, some of the key players that are getting old and, you know, the youngsters, you know, they need to push up. Pulisic, he's not doing anything on the team. I don't know if you saw that game yesterday. Yeah. What did he do? just, you know, came into, you know, consume time? That he didn't do anything on the game. <laughs> you know, that 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 was why I mean Victor, remember I said, and I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to remember anything you said, but <laughs> Hugo just told you exactly what I said, right? But I, I said, okay, the, the window has closed. No, before the, the, this conversation. Before, this conversation, hold on, Chidi. This conversation we had was before the season ended. I said, when if Kante is available, this team is fine. Nobody will ever notice that we have a problem. But because this guy's going to be here, and I told you we will be playing two games every week because of the World Cup, Kante will be here for about maybe six weeks. Imagine the numbers of games we have to play with that you know, that power in the midfield. We need to get a replacement this window before the window closes. I spoke with you about that. And you said, oh, we can always use Chaloba. We can always use this player. No. And I said, it's not going to work. Now, the final hour of the window, they signed Zakaria because the club realized this is something they cannot risk. You cannot go into the season without a counter replacement. You, you must be stupid. My only, my only, how do I put it? I was upset. It's, it's got a chance to play Obama for a few minutes, right? He's never tried Zachariah in the midfield. He hasn't, got, he, he hasn't got a chance to play at all. And you find the manager. So what I concluded that is, if you want Grand Potter to come in and you want to sign Sterling, do you think Sterling would join Chelsea with Grand Potter as the manager? No. no, absolutely not. Do you think Aubameyang no. will come to Chelsea? No. With Grand Porter. So, maybe, if, you, maybe, if you look at maybe it... Maybe yes, maybe no. Obama, there's no chance. The reason why Aubameyang came is because of Tuchel. Maybe Stalin can sign. Fofana, the, if the money is good, of course, perhaps going to join. But to get Koulibaly and Stalin to Chelsea to play on their Grand Porter, it's a no. So, in my head, they just use Tuco as a football guy. They fire everyone at the club. Peter Cech was instrumental even for Mendy. Look at Mendy now. Look how he looks like a shadow of himself. He's up, I mean, he's almost making mistake every every game, right? So all the entire support system at the top, the people who understand football, these guys came in, they fired them. And you're jumping on the jet, negotiating high contracts, paying overboard, right? Signing player for six years. So what if it doesn't work out like Kepa? You're going to be stuck with players on over 200K a week for six years. Yeah. Well, it's, it's their money going I mean, down the drain. So you kept too cold to sign all those big names, and then you fire out too cold. Yeah, we'll go. We'll, we'll go ahead. 
No, I was going to say Kepa, you know, that's a perfect example. I mean, personally, I love Kepa. I think there's, he has made some really big mistakes, but he's, he's really good. I love Kepa. I it, love watching Kepa. Yeah, it's, it's a goalkeeper. He, I, mean, I love I mean, him, you know. But, but, he has some really bad, you know, he has, a, he has had really bad times at Chelsea, right? But I, it, it, I don't think he was worth that money, though. He was not worth the money. No, he was not worth the money. But but I think, I mean, after Neymar went to Barcelona, went to PSG for the amount he went to PSG. Everything was a shit. I, yeah. I concluded that every average player will be will be a will be over, over fifty million. I mean, yeah. what does fifty million get you now? <laughs> Harry Maguire. Aye, <laughs> even he's even more expensive than fifty million now. I mean, so, wow. you know. I I think I I I don't want to say this in camera. I think I said it before. You guys said I should not mention it, but that which I said before, um, I think. Who's making the decision? I'll say for you. I'll say for you, Chelsea. Yeah, uh, So you don't have to say. (laughs) It's the American way. No. (laughs) I, I, I am not. I. Today, today has been a has been wrecked for me in terms of trying to enjoy watching football again. Yes, we had a poor game yesterday, and as you said, you know, and the news and every it's in you know out there in the media. It's not because of that game. It's because of something that has been building up. You know, some say that he the players you know lost confidence in him and was not trusting him again. Uh, some said that, uh, you know, personal issues, you know, family issues that he had, you know, was also, I, and I think also that is also one of the things, because you look at Tuchel this season, he looks exhausted, you know, from, and also he carried Chelsea throughout the time we were in, in hot water. He's been loyal, he has been loyal to Chelsea. Yeah, he's, you know, he's been loyal to Chelsea. Now, he's, I think he went to a divorce last, last season. Not yeah. sure how, how how true that is. Now, after the game that we lost against Leeds, Ziyech got on the plane because he's on. I think he's in. He's managing his his own self now, right? So he 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 got on the plane, went to Dutch, right? He wanted to sign a deal with Ajax. So they, he was trying to see maybe it could be the replacement for their player, right? Mm-hmm. Now he came back after that game. We played South, Southampton. It is, it is now the understanding now that a player wants to leave Pulisic, Ziyech, Osunodoy, they want to leave the club, all three of them. Except Tarboli blocked the exit of Pulisic because of the commercial, you know, whatever value. Yes. And Ziyech, those two players will have left Pulisic on loan, um, Ziyech to the Dutch League. Yeah, but he blocked those two moves. Now, if you remember Southampton game, he plays here for 19 minutes. It was proven a point to the owner. You want to keep this guy? I put him on the field. Let's see what he can do. Nothing. And it was absolute rubbish. And yesterday, you see that second free kick, 97 minutes? James was telling Zia, let me take it. You took the last one. And he did it twice. Yes, and he, he did not let him take that free kick. And when he kicked it, after the war. So you have arrogant, egocentric players that they don't, they think they are bigger than they have. Pulisic is, is a decent talent. 
He's an average player for me, man. But they have great players. But in since, their since head... he left, since he left Borussia Dortmund, he, didn't, he did not even make any. He did not do anything in Borussia Dortmund. He he came to Chelsea injured. We signed a prospect. We signed a prospect. Open. I mean, those were the signing I'm talking about. So when Pep came in, Pep went two, three goalkeepers, right? From Joe Hart mm-hmm. to the guy from Costa Rica, was it or, or Chile? Chile, yeah, Chile. Chile. And then from, yeah. from that guy, he went to the 50 million goalkeeper, right? So it's a cycle to three goalkeeper. The entire defense line is changing. The entire midfield, gone. The entire attack, gone, right? This is the first time Tuchel will have a chance to build a team. Lukaku was the club signing, right? Hold on. Hold on. The difference is that American money and all your money, they are not the same. But the same thing happened <laughs> at Liverpool. They allow clump to change the team gradually over a period of two and a half, three seasons, right? I think they trusted him more. So why I, can't we put a trust in this guy? Ooh. I don't know. So what's, I mean, what do we have to lose if he got top four? We won Champions League because of Tuco, not because of the team. Yes. We won the previous Champions League because of the players, not because of Di Matteo. Yes. It's, so... If Lampard was in charge of that team, the, the year we fired him, there was no, we, we we had no chance of beating City. It wouldn't happen, right? We, so we would not even got to the to, to, the, the, to the finals. finals. Yeah. So you you fired Maya. They got two different teams to back to back finals. Imagine was won three out of six finals and got top four twice. And you bring in Grand Porter to do what? So my thinking is this is a project which will become like an Arsenal now. Don't expect trophies. <laughs> we just play. And that's, that's a sad thing. You Look know, at Manchester man. United, the same American owner. You know, Graham Potter, I mean, like you said before, how he's going to deal, like you were talking about CCH, right? Where, you know, if, uh, he was trying to lead the team to show play, uh, players in for 90 minutes. He didn't do anything. He played Champions League. He didn't do anything. It was the most impressive so substitution yesterday. Exactly. So, you know, let's take an example. Uh, take him as an example, right? Where he's a big ego. What is Graham Potter going to do with that ego? How how is he going to be able to control that? You know, I mean, in, to a certain it, point, it was like Ronaldo joining one of Ronaldo. Uh, I don't know who's the biggest ego. Neymar joining PSG, where Neymar was the biggest star. He was like. You know, everybody saw the news. He was going clubbing. He was getting wasted as much as he could do, getting injured, and then partying after getting injured, right? That was a big ego. Pochettino was barely able to control that, you know, nothing with him. Pochettino didn't do anything in PSG. Definitely, he did not do anything in PSG. He was barely able to control those egos. You cannot, you know, Graham Potter coming in, he cannot do that, you know. Like Victor said, Unfortunately, Chelsea will probably be, uh, if everything is looking as my, you know, what I'm looking at, maybe we're going to be top 10. Maybe. If I'm we're gonna, lucky I'm enough. Gonna I'm going to cry. We, I'm going to cry. I don't think we're going to uh, play Champions League next year. That's my, you know, and that's going to uh, be. You know, Vic, remember, remember, remember I said this. Vic, remember I said this, you know. You need, yes, we have signed these players, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to take this on the manager that has gone because I really liked his approach, his style of play and everything. But I, I, I have watched Tuchel's team. Why did we kept playing back three? 
Was he playing back three in PSG? No. Was he playing back three in Borussia Dortmund? No. Why did we continue playing back three? Since almost all the players that played in that last winning team that we had, that won the Premier League with Antonio Conte, almost all of them have gone except Aspi. Why now, did we this season? What, what, this season yes, yes, this season. Why did we continue playing back three? Why didn't he work out a system of play that he was comfortable with? Because I don't think that he was comfortable with playing a back three. It's, the issue is not the back, the three center backs. The issue is the midfielders and the attackers. You saw the game yesterday. You saw the game against uh, Leeds, against Southampton, against Everton. Against, uh, um, against West Ham, passively pass the ball here and there, here and there, here and there. Nothing. Because why? Because I, I don't see him as someone who right. knew the right. ins and outs of a back three compared to Antonio no, Conte. No, no. That's, That's not what the point. I think. See, when it came to a team, the last time the team was successful, right, before, I mean, Tuko was largely more successful than, uh, sorry, Conte was more successful than Sarri. Sarri got lucky with Hazard. Fine. He yes. won the Europa League. Now, but the team underperformed in the league. So what Tuko simply did was, when I come in as a new chess manager, we had five straight wins when Tuko came in in the Champions League. Zero goal conceded. That same back five that we are criticizing right now. It got results. Yes. Again, I think we've mentioned it before. It's because of the profile of the player. Let let, let me give okay. you an example. If yeah. you play back four in the Premier League and you play, let's say, Koulibaly right now and Thiago, Thiago Silva, what is their recovery pace? Look at the goal yesterday, right? Koulibaly came in to head the ball away, right? And the okay. other player just flick it and it was down to, to the race. For four and I couldn't catch up. Do you think Thiago Silva can run as much as we found it yesterday? He will not, but what I'm saying is that it, it, it just it, kept the same, it kept that formation. We for played the a high line. Team. Yes. You, but now, yes, but the profile of the players are not fitting into this system. That is what I am saying. And remember, Liverpool right now is suffering a like, what's that they use in economics of a. Uh, uh, something return, I can't remember, you know. Diminishing return? Diminishing return, yes, thank you very much. That these players keep going back and forth. They are not machines, they are human beings, and the human body tears and wears down, no matter how much you believe, you know, what, what science can do for you. Yes, they recover, but the body is also aging. Now, Thiago Silva cannot make that run, but you can play compact back four. Man City plays a back four. Liverpool plays a back four. Man City, uh, uh, Tottenham plays a back three, fine. Brighton plays a back three. Maybe that's why they are going for Graham Porter. Maybe, I don't know. They play back three. But how long can that team continue? Because you need a PSG title. is playing back three right now. Again, okay, now they again, are doing it right they, now. They start from the beginning of the season. That's their formation because they have a new manager. Again, there is no... There's no rule that says you have to play for the back, right? I know. Whatever, I know, but... whatever suits your team. Do I think I'm going to have more stability playing Marquinhos, playing Ramos, right? 
in the defense line. I'm looking at Ramos' age. The same thing at Chelsea. Do I think Alonso is a perfect defender? No. Okay, so when I come in, how do I have Alonso? How do I have Rudiger? Rudiger became a rock-solid defender in this same formation. Yes, he became. Anyway, let's it works. Let's, 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 and if let's, you think Grand Porter is going to come in and go to back four, it's not going to happen. No, 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 he's, not. He's, not. He's, play, he's playing that because that's what he has been playing with Brighton. That's what he's been playing with Brighton. So, no, we're talking about Graham Potter is a for sure thing, right? We're he's, not even sure one, about that. I mean, it's he's, he's the, the one that's right now. He's the one. He's the one that the club has reached this out to. This is job to lose. They haven't caught Pochettino, according to reports. I Mr. don't Romano. want Pochettino. I don't want Pochettino in charge. Any manager right now is a downgrade. Even if you get him as a Dan, it's a downgrade. Is it exactly? You know. I mean, I mean we... Premier League football is so different. You need time. Would they? So, what would be your expectation now for Grand Porter? What is like? Oh, uh. fantastic season. I mean, I don't know. It's all, uh, honestly, I'm just losing the taste for the league. I'm just waiting for the World Cup to happen so that maybe I can refresh my taste, you know, and delight in watching football again. Because what is happening and what has just happened in Chelsea, like if I asked you guys before, is there a panic? Is there an office, a room for a panic where there's a panic button and people just go in and they hit it and then, you know, everyone is agitating and stuff is happening? Why is it that? We, how long can Chelsea keep going like this? Now, I've got a question for you guys. Now that you mentioned the World Cup coming up. Now, do you think that's another reason, though, where, yes, the players are going to be extra agitated? Because now we're not talking about Premier League. We're talking about Champions League games, too, as well. They're not going to be, you know, every other week. But there's still a lot of games, you know. We're talking about in a month for a player. We're talking maybe 10 games. More. possibly maybe a little bit more than that that's a really exhausting for a player then you you know november comes and then you need to play that's even at a better level for your national team if you get called up right so on that end you know we should have you know and we're talking we should have brought new signings so we can rotate the team you know for you know, and have a really, you know, solid team. That's what should have happened, you know, we're talking in the past, right? But now looking at the future, like you say, yes, maybe if we look at, you know, for a little more forward, Chelsea, I think, like I said before, he's going to be number 10. And maybe we're going to be possibly jumping to Europa League if we get lucky enough. But, I mean, World Cup itself, I think, you know, this Luka's particular World Cup is, is the issue. You know, it's the biggest issue right now. You know, uh, moving, I, you know, to December instead of, you know, the summer. I, I am very, very upset about Tuko being signed, even though Victor thinks otherwise. You know, but personally, I was not happy that he was fired, seeing all, the, seeing all that he has achieved and how he carried the club throughout the crisis of the club. And I think also it shows how ruthless and heartless some owners could be, this is my opinion, on, on employees. There's a, a club, rumor a that, football, he, a that he came club. to the club. There's a rumor that he came to the club and there was nobody there. And, you know, the, pretty much it was a 10-minute phone call saying, you know what, you're fired. Another 10 minutes just to pack your stuff and go. We're talking about maybe like a 30-minute day. 
you know, and especially to a person that, you know, came in, fixed the team, got you a Champions League, you know, became top four in the, you know, uh, in the Premier League. That's really tough. That's a really bad way to, you know, take out. A, that's why, that's why, you know, I said it's, it's. It was not the right way. They're, they're owners that are ruthless. They're, they, I mean, I don't know if that's the way the rich, the rich. Yeah, but stuff it wasn't a new but... jerk reaction. Again, again. The results so far in the league, considering we are above, we are above Liverpool. And we're about how many points? Five points, six points from the top from Man City? It's not much. It's Arsenal. Yeah, so everyone, everyone has dropped points this season. Even the mighty City dropped points. Everyone. So it, it's, it's not going to be, you cannot win every football game. You have to understand that. But again, that's what I'm saying. This had nothing to do with Tuchel's performance. I again, think it's the I think the players or something. Again, I think it's because I I had a rumor like uh, I think it was before the the West Ham game that the owner invited Aspilicueta to a dinner. He wanted to ask him why strikers in Chelsea kept failing, right? So that that was the idea of the dinner. But in my opinion, if you're meeting with the owner, which is something weird, right? It's it's more than me needing your opinion about how a striker should play. It's not your position. It's not so, your position. So that, that doesn't that, make any that, sense. That's what I'm saying. So I, I've been in a situation where club owners or, you know, hierarchy, instead of meeting with the coach to ask the coach, how can we get this thing sorted out? They meet with players. Do the players run the training sessions? Do the players plan the training sessions? The players, their job is to come play. And then go. Their job is to go on the field and do their job. It's if you and, remember. And I think it's just it's just lack of respect for Patuko. That's just that's pretty much oh, it. By the way, on Talk Sport, the intermediary between Rudiger and the club and Chelsea said Chelsea did not make any effort to keep Rudiger. He wanted a 10 million sign-on fee, which they will spread on his wages across four years, maybe extra forty thousand. A week mm -hmm. more, right? Now, that was the offer on the table. But the club, instead of the club to try to counter the, the, the offer, they did not. They just left his, his counter offer on the table. Now, the same thing with Christensen, right? He already agreed a deal. Then his father changed his mind. Barcelona can pay you more sign-on fee, blah, 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 blah. Chelsea could counter all of those offers. And that wasn't a bad thing. According to him, when he spoke with Bali, he said, oh, this previous regime cost you a lot of money. And Bodhi told him more than a hundred million. Because by the time they came into Chelsea, Chelsea had no single defender lineup apart from Kunde. And by statistics, Kunde is not the right replacement for either Christensen or Rudiger. Yeah. So the idea of signing Kunde was dropped immediately. Bodhi didn't want it. Because again, since they don't know about football, they rely so much on data. And their data says otherwise. That's not a player you're looking for. So they were frustrated. And they blame Tuko in path. Because if you're a manager and you want to keep a player, right, you will do everything you can. Everything and even if you cannot keep that player, at least you have a perfect replacement lined up. Yes. So they failed <laughs> on both paths. I think we well, had in we... regards to sorry, Chidi, but in regards to Rudiger, I mean, let's you know that was specifically on that time where 
Chelsea couldn't make any economic decisions because he was no, but a level deal on the table since January. I mean, they, they had time before the sanction before came. the sanction came. They when just did didn't the sanctions come like in February, didn't it? Like March, February? it was beginning Around of March, the... I think. Yeah, I, I think what one of the things that you know, I, I don't want to blame Tuco for anything because I don't know if his hand was in all those things is that after Todd Bolly took over. I think we were not moving swiftly in signing or negotiating players or to sign this play, this, some of the players that we have right now. So we were making late moves. And I think that also affects the manager's preparation for the season. Watch our preseason. Our preseason was horrifying. It was terrible to watch. I mean, I remember, Victor, you mentioned that, oh, you said something and I quote, you're going to see N'Golo Kante is going to play against Udinese and we'll think that everything is fine. And that was what happened. He played against Udinese. Because he's a Superman. And then that's it. And we think all is fine again. And there's no replacement. There is no, even if, even if to tweak the approach to the game, because N'Golo Kante will not be there all the our time. Our best game oh. this season, sorry, our best game this season remains oh. first. The Kante play, Kante ran into the ground. He ran and that is himself why he into would the keep ground. Getting injured. And that's why he would keep getting injured. And at the end of the day, we will ship him out or we will not give him a contract because we don't have anyone to back him up, anyone to play for him when he, you know, for him to fully recover. Because we don't allow Kante to fully, fully recover and go again. Anyway, guys, um, now the next question to wrap up will be this. There were three people who have been mentioned. Yeah. And there is one who is resounding everywhere. Even I've seen, you know, Chelsea fans that have been interviewed back there in London, everyone will, after expressing how shocking the decision was, how upset they were or they are, the next name that comes out of their mouth is Graham Porter. Now we've Watch talked him. a little bit about him. Your final words. We well, all believe uh, we are we sorry, we all believe that any manager coming in on it's a it's a downgrade. But we can't go without a manager. Right? We can't go without a manager. Uh, what is the best approach now for Chelsea? Does our goal for the season change after six games? question now yeah you know in that question will come to play uh, as well like let's whoever comes into you uh, as a coach you know for as a replacement are they going to be you know as a strict uh taco in tasha you know are they going to give him six six games as well if you don't perform well those six games what's going to happen to you you know that comes to you know to mind as well because Graham Potter, again, for me, I think it's not the best decision. Yes, he knows a little bit more about the Premier League than, you know, the other, than Pochettino, well, or, you know, Zidane. But for me, personally, Zidane should be the man. He, he's able to control, you know, uh, Eagles. He knows what to know, you know, what's about to put, how to win a Champions League. So, which is one of the key factors this league, right, this season. So, and again, I go back with the Eagles. He's going to be able to control that 
but uh, you know, for more than that, what's going to happen? You know, whoever you know comes as a as the new coach, what's going to happen? And they're going to be as, as strict as you know as they as they've been. Now it's going to come to January for transfer time. What are they going to get? Are they going to be able to finance the same? You know, are they going to be able to spend as as much money as they were able to do it before? I mean. Yeah. Those type of key, you know, key points are going to come in, in mind in, in the near future. Well, One uh, thing I, I want to say is this, Hugo and Victor. Why do we keep signing players that are not hungry to succeed compared to Liverpool and Manchester City? If you, we sign if, up for the shirts. Now, if you, if, you, if, you, if you look at I me, mean, Hugo made a huge point, right? What if Porter didn't perform well? Do you find by, him? by December? Him? By December, he might be gone. Yes, but maybe they said they want someone who will be able to stay for longer and deal yes. with whatever so, ideology they are going from that perspective. If you consider the fact that this importer signed Billy Gilmore from Chelsea, this importer took Levi Cole from Chelsea <laughs> on loan, this importer signed Lamptey. I forgot we had Billy. Billy, yes. He signed Gilmore. He wanted to sign Livermento before Livermento went to Southampton and then he got injured, right? So yeah. if you consider the kind of player Grand Porter has used over the last few seasons, the kind of players he's, he's interested in, our academy can benefit. It could create a pathway from the yeah. you know, development yeah. team to the senior yeah. team. And more so, players like Trossard, right? Salcedo or Caicedo, we don't know. We, we did not know much about those players until they have been playing for Brighton. So yeah. he, he has a way of finding gems. So maybe, because I don't think we will spend over 250 million in a transfer window. Again, it's not going to happen. This yeah. is the American coming in, put a huge money on the table, make a statement. I'm the big guy with the big balls. Let's go. All right. I think uh, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. Well, gentlemen. I would say that it has been an uninteresting day for each and every one of us, you know, and uh, for the whole football world, especially, I don't know who saw this coming. I don't think anyone saw it coming. Maybe only those that- Only you, bro. Only you, coach. <laughs> I honestly right. thought it was a joke this morning. I, I woke up, I was like, is this a joke? I was like, nah, this, this is, you know, April's Fool's, but we're not in April. What's going on? <laughs> well, anyway, guys, thank you very much for, for, for contributing. I mean, it, it, we can go all the night long talking about this move, but we'll see what happens in the coming days. And whosoever that comes in, let's try and support the person. Of course, it's, let's it's, 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 it's all about Delta. As the next coach. I mean, I prefer Grand Porter from the from the three options. Chidi? I think Grand Porter too, because of what I've seen Brighton play. Yeah. You know, whether he controls the, the dressing room, that's up to him and his backroom staff. You know, I know you want to done, but yeah, we'll see. Anyway, guys, thank you very much again. For those watching, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Thank you again. Have a good evening. Mm -hmm.